Hey Gator fans, this is Hayes Carline. Welcome to Celebrating 96 on 1010XL, where we are looking back at the magnificent 1996 National Championship season of the Florida Gators, and certainly a fond time for all of us uh, that were Gator fans at the time. I was 20 years old. I mentioned this uh, on the podcast last week, sort of introducing Celebrating 96 to you, uh, what that team meant to me. So if you get, didn't get a chance, please go back and, and check that out. And what we're going to do is we're going to go game by game throughout the 96 season and kind of give you a, a sense of what happened in the game, the details of it, and how it sort of helped the team get on the championship path uh, that obviously led all the way to the 52-20 to victory over Florida State. This episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell, a local family firm available 24-7, and my friends who you can trust, Harrell & Harrell, don't settle for less than you deserve. So the opener, Southwest Louisiana on August 31st, was a Gator romp, 55-21, but a very misleading game. Uh, Really, uh, Spurrier would, would later say the offense was very lethargic in the game. Danny Warfel completed five of his first 13 passes, including one series when he was inaccurate on four consecutive throws, which you almost never saw happen. Uh, Warfel finished the game 15-28, so he got going for 224 yards with one touchdown and no interceptions, but certainly not what you would consider Heisman numbers to be. Uh, obviously, Danny going on to win the prestigious trophy uh, this season. So the Heisman winning season didn't get off to a, a fantastic start, at least statistically, uh, for Danny Warfel. Um, Florida also had 14 penalties for 117 yards. Um, so there was some things to, to certainly correct. And uh, But the Gator defense was sensational. That was really the story of this game. And it was Bob Stoops' debut. Uh, Spurrier had hired him away from Kansas State. He was this up-and-coming defensive coordinator. And uh, really, it was incredible, uh, his debut in the Swamp. Uh, the Gator defense scored a school record four touchdowns. Jacksonville native Fred Weary scored two of those touchdowns. He is going to be our guest on this episode coming up later. You'll hear from Fred Weary and all his thoughts about this victory and sort of you know where the team was at this point in their championship ride. Uh, Weary had a 64-yard fumble return for a touchdown and a 65-yard interception return for a touchdown. So it was really a defensive day. Florida opened the season fourth in the Associated Press Top 25 behind Nebraska, who obviously was the reigning national champion, having defeated Florida in the Fiesta Bowl the year prior. Tennessee was two. Uh, that was Peyton Manning. They had all the hype. Uh, Sports Illustrated actually picked them to win the national championship, but they opened second in the AP poll. Florida State was third, and the Gators were fourth. So uh, the Gators were fourth, but on the regular season schedule, we're going to have to go to number two, Tennessee, and two, number three, Florida State. Um, Southwest Louisiana was actually pretty well stocked, and, and it was interesting when I spoke with Fred Weary. He kind of brought this to my attention. Uh, Jake DeLome was the quarterback at Southwest Louisiana that season, who obviously would go on to lead the Carolina Panthers to a, a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, and Southwest Louisiana did pretty well throwing the ball. Um, the uh, the receiver uh, for that team, Brandon Stokely, went on to play in the NFL for a number of years. He had eight catches for 122 yards. Southwest Louisiana didn't do much on the ground, though, that game. They rushed for 48 yards on 36 carries. Um, if there was an offensive star uh, for the Gators, it was Ike Hilliard, seven catches for 117 yards that day. So 
kind of a uh, a typical you would say start to the season in terms of an elite Florida team crushing a non-power five school but this power five school did have a little bit more firepower than most and again 55 21 was very misleading because it was the defense that did so much of the scoring so anyway fun game to recollect and now I want you to hear from Fred Weary as we uh, celebrate 96. We are pleased to be joined with Fred Weary, standout Florida cornerback, uh, Mandarin star, and uh, we really appreciate it. We're celebrating 96. This episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harold and Harold, a local family firm available 24-7, and my friends, Big Gators, who you can trust, Harold and Harold, don't settle for less than you deserve. Fred, it is... Uh, it's spectacular to talk with you. How are you doing? Oh, just doing great right now. Awesome. Well, let's let's go back to uh, to that opener. Uh, you guys open against Southwest Louisiana. It's Bob Stoops' first game as defensive coordinator, and uh, you end up stealing the show with two touchdowns, a, a fumble recovery, and uh, and a pick six. What do you remember about that game, Fred? Well, we were definitely. We were excited. Uh, we were just coming off the the, the national the ninety five national championship. So, and we just got our new defensive coordinator. And on the defensive side of things, we were very excited to showcase our new defense. And I know that's how all every one of the individual players felt. They we couldn't wait to get on the field to showcase our new defense. So, um, going into that game, um, you know, Coach Toops, we we didn't. You know, he had a different uh, calling style, uh, the way he called his defense, you know, um, compared to our former coaches. And uh, basically, uh, Coach Toops, he's totally aggressive. He's aggressive the whole game. And he's, he told me, he was like, uh, he was like, Fred, uh, you and um, Anthony, he was like, he was like, y'all might not get a zone, like, maybe in the whole entire game. So, <laughs> if you play cornerback thinking that, that he's telling you right now that the game is going to be pressured the whole way. In other words, it's going to be full of blitzes, this and that. You're going to have to be playing on your toes the whole game. So, that's basically what we had to get geared for up to. And we once, you know, once we got settled in, it was funny. That game started off, you know, um, they had Jake Delhomme playing quarterback. They uh, the receiver. Uh, That's right. Wow, I forgot about that. Was, Brand, was Brandon Stokely? Brandon Stokely yeah. went to the Super Bowl. Great. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had their running back was Brandon Jacobs. He was like a two hundred sixty pound guy. He was very big. The the, so, the future uh, giant. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they had they had a very good team. They had a lot of uh, great athletes on that team. The first play though that game. Um, it kind of set the tone. I remember uh, on defense. I'm talking about now. We the, I think the score was already seven. The offense went down and scored on the first drive, and um, they tried to run a, a rollout, a sprint out. I think during the first series, and I end up picking um, Jake on on that play. He was trying to throw at. Uh, I was had. I think I was covering Brandon on that, and I really wasn't covering Brandon that whole game. As a matter of fact, but I was one of the few times that I covered Brandon. We had Anthony on Brandon, if you really want to know. And Brandon picked us apart, by the way, if you look at the stats. And, uh, but that was one of the few plays, and I picked him real quick. So I kind of set the tone and let him know that you come at me that, you know, I'm not playing over here on this corner over here. Just, so I just <laughs> wanted to set that tone with him, in the court, and, and it worked. Because um, I don't really think I had – my stats are like two touchdowns. I don't think I had any tackles. 
and um and um two picks, I think. That was my stat. And, and Fred, you had the the sixty four yard fumble return for a touchdown. What do you remember about that play? Uh, great, great defense on us. Uh, basically, uh, our they uh, the the line uh, the running back broke through the line, and our safety Mike Harris came down and filled the lane up real hard and caused them to fumble. And um, I mean, I, I look at. It, things like that when fumbles and stuff like that and interceptions i look at those opportunity plays and i try to and it's, i've always done this my whole entire life so it was opportunity playing and momentum play so i'm I'm thinking about trying to score so that was my mentality when i picked up the ball and you know took it down the sidelines for a touchdown and then you follow that up with the 65-yard interception return. What kind of walk me through that play in terms of how you were able to to get that turnover, but also finish it in the end zone? Okay, yeah. Uh, well, it was at that point. You know, um, I think we had some other defensive touchdowns that game. I think. Yeah, uh, he scored four. It was a school record. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I think Tico had just excited the crowd with one of his amazing um, interception returns. But what, how that happened? They Brandon, like I said, the receiver for them, he had a great game against us, and um, Brandon was killing us on this one play. And um, like I said, Coach Stoops never liked to call zone, so he Coach Stoops the whole time we were playing man the whole time. And then at this one play, they was calling the same play. And me as a defender, I'm I'm not dumb. I know what's going on the sideline, so I asked him. I was on the sideline. Coach Stoops called in this defense, this blitz defense, and I was like, no. I waved him off, and I was like, call this. <laughs> and, he, and he called a zone defense. And Coach Spurrier will tell you about it. And he called a cover three zone. And that gave me the vision to look at the quarterback when he was trying to throw this um, corner route. And I just jumped into it, and the rest was, you know, history. I'll take it back for a touchdown. Oh, and on the play when I was running initially to the right, I was, you know, trying to look for my teammates and then I happened to glance at Brandon coming up on my left side. It almost looked like uh my teammate um uh, Dwayne Thomas had tapped me almost. But it, I was looking and I called him at a glance and then I put on the brakes and I reverse field and it kinda just opened things up and once I had two blocks set up for me I just, you know, took it down the sideline and the rest was history. What was it like getting back on the grass, getting get back in front of the Gators? Uh after the way the the previous season ended in the Fiesta Bowl, how how rewarding was that for you guys to to be out there and, and have that behind you? Um, it was very rewarding. It was very thrilling. Um, I, everybody on that team, we were that that '95 game got us for that moment for you know for that moment in '96, and um, we were ready for it. And, and you know, you could clearly see the defense was ready for it. We knew our offense was going to be ready for it. Even though our offense was sputtered, they sputtered during that game, um, according to Coach Spurs' standards. Right. And um, I, they still scored a lot. You know, we still scored 50-some points, but he said the offense sputtered. So, but they eventually, we knew they were going to get it right throughout the course of that season. And uh, But we just wanted to let them know that the defense, we were, we were ready to contribute, and we got a lot of playmakers over here this year. And that's pretty much our, the theme that we rolled off of. 
We're pleased to be joined with Fred Weary, former Florida cornerback, uh, key piece to that 96 national championship team. Fred, what kind of tone do you guys, do you think you guys set with that first game, scoring four touchdowns defensively? Because really the, the defense was outstanding all year long. Yeah, we, we wanted to, you know, we, you know, we was definitely, um, we wanted to prove a point to everybody. We wanted to show that we definitely, we know our offense was great. You know, Coach Furrier had proved it at that point in time that, you know, we could, uh, you know, win the SEC championship and play great offense. But we, we were kind of slacking at that point in time before Coach Stoops got in there on the defense side. And we had something to prove, and we, we started off with a bang that year. How soon did it take you to realize that that Coach Stoops might be really special as a defensive coordinator? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when he, uh, I guess, the first practice. Uh, you know, I had I spent a lot of one on one time with Coach Stoops, and um, I remember when he first taught me how to play bumper run, and basically it's the Dion technique. I don't know if y'all can go back in history. By the way, Dion was the best cornerback to ever play the game. You know, I'm letting Gator tell him that. Yeah, he's <laughs> true. And watch all his film, by the way. But um, uh, Dion used to play with a staggered stand. I don't know if y'all remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember in, in college, and the staggered stand basically that tells you it gives you your drop step slide when a receiver is coming at you when they're doing all their moves. So it kind of gives you the basic technique, and I. When when uh, Coach Stoops came in, he was teaching that stance at um at up at um where was that um uh, Kansas State mm-hmm. before he came in, and they was teaching the Spiger stance. So that's when I I connected with Coach Stoops, you know, right off the bat. And um, once I figured that out, I remember he told me one day he was teaching it to me, and then um Reedell ran this. He you know I was Reed, you know, with me in my position, I played a wide corner, so I'm not really when I play press up on a receiver, I'm not really on him. He's like three yards off the ball because there's normally a tight end or some other receiver to my side. You understand that? Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not really – I'm up on the line, but he's like three yards. He got a lot of space. So one day in practice, I was going against Reed L. And Reed L did – you know, Coach Burr had his look. You know, they used to, you know, scheme up stuff. And Coach Burr, he's like, yeah, Fred, we got something for you today. So Reed L <laughs> ran his route, right? And it, it was like it was this weird route. It was, but he just he was had quick feet and just almost basically left me standing in my track. And um, Coach Stoops was telling me the technique and trying to play it, and I was like, "Man, it's hard." I, I was like, "Man, it's hard, man." I, you know, but what he told me was, he was like, "Fred, I, you have to learn to master the technique. You're the athlete." He's like, "I'm a you the athlete. You got to bring your athleticism." into the technique, and that stuck with me. So, in other words, he was saying, Fred, it don't matter what he do in front of you. If you play your size, your leverage that I'm trying to discipline you to play, you will be successful. And that's how I learned to play the game, right there. That's that's phenomenal. What what kind of chemistry did you guys have in spring practice? Uh, I mean, you obviously you guys weren't – you didn't allow the Nebraska loss to – create any sort of hangover you guys showed incredible championship medal but what was it like in spring practice when you guys were trying to build that chemistry with with not a new team but obviously each team is is a different entity i think each player on that team challenged themselves they were like i know when i for instance i can tell you my experience you got i had the opportunity to go against ike redell jack green um travis mcgriff 
every even young Travis Taylor and um uh what's my other guy that went to uh Seattle? I forgot my man's name. Daryl right Jackson. Daryl Jackson, young mm-hmm. all those guys right there. So and um I had I had that's that's what I had to go against every day in practice. So but the whole point when we went against each other, we had the attitude to where we're gonna do something to whatever to make each other better. So that's how it was. When I went against Ike every day, we were like, man, we're going to try to make each other better. You know, and that's how it was. And every person on that team had that vibe to when we go at it, we're trying to make each other better. And, and it, we fed off that. What did what kind of tone did Coach Spurrier set early in the year, whether it was spring practice or, or maybe fall camp, to get you guys ready to go into the 96 season at all systems go? Well, you know, Coach Spurrier, he – Clearly, he was the you know the our leader, the chief in charge, our father like figure. He ran everything. He ran the program like that. So he set the tone clearly, and everything through the media came out of him. So I mean, uh, you know, coach he he was all about winning and trying to play you know trying to play perfect football. If I could say that, he was perfectionist. So he wanted that on both sides of the ball. So. He set the tone every day with, you know, he comes up with all these different types of schemes and stuff on the offensive side, you know, to go at the defense in, in our, you know, one-on-ones and 707s and stuff. So you can see the, the game playing stuff that he was, you know, putting together for his offense. But he used to go at it with us, and it made each other better. When you look at, you know, Tennessee being the third game and the first two games, you know, Southwest Louisiana, Georgia Southern, did you guys spend any time on Tennessee in camp or was it all about let's get ready for Southwest Louisiana to start the season and we'll worry about uh, the Vols once they uh, once that week arrives? Um, I think we might have, if I'm not mistaken, we might have had a little Tennessee stuff in that week, but uh, normally – when coach used to break down tapes and all stuff, we were pretty much, you know, team by team. You know, we take it, you know, each game week by week at that time state. So I know we were very focused. I know we were, we were kind of eager to, to play that first game against Southwestern Louisiana. We knew they had a great team. They, uh, they played a tough schedule that year. You think about it, they, they, um, they really wasn't a bad team at all. It was going to be a, it was a great game and, um, they knew it was going to be a challenge. So. They challenged us in all aspects of the game. They had a great passer, and they had a, a very physical running back. And Fred, I really appreciate you giving us some insight into how the season got going, but I, I can't uh, talk to you and not let you reflect on the special moment in New Orleans winning the national championship over arch-rival Florida State. What was that game like for you, and what was it like coming back to Gainesville and, and having that celebration in the Swamp as national champions for the first time in school history? Oh man, that was the best feeling in in in, in the world so far for me. That was one of the greatest feelings. I can, you can never forget that feeling. Um, I think if I can speak for every Gator, I mean, uh, uh, the, that was such a great ride, and it was great to actually see the young Gators get on that ride too with it. So it, it was uh, it was our first ride too, and um, actually playing against them in that game, we we were very confident in the second matchup. And um, we actually felt that we could beat them by 14 points. So we knew we had a great chance to win that game going into it. And um, 
you know, uh, New Orleans actually, you know, winning in the championship there and then actually getting drafted there the year after. I mean, it was just a great time for me in New Orleans. What was it like seeing all the fans back at the Swamp for that special day of celebration? <laughs> I was glad. Like, I was like, we're going to play a game without playing a game? <laughs> <laughs> it was great to see everything the uh, Swamp field and everybody in there rooting number one national champion. You know, I mean, it was great to finally hear that in the Swamp. We wanted to hear that for a long, long time. Absolutely. Well, Fred, thank you so much for your time. Uh, you were part of a, a team that will always be uh, so special around here, and uh, we certainly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, certainly best of luck to you moving forward. But thanks so much for giving us your great insight on how this uh, special 1996 national championship season began. I'm glad all the Gator fans appreciate it. Really appreciate Fred Weary joining us on Celebrating 96. And uh, again, 55-21, the Gators over Southwest Louisiana. Next week, we're going to feature the Georgia Southern game and talk with longtime UF beat writer Mark Long of the Associated Press. Mark was actually a student reporter in 96, covered the team day in and day out, and uh, was a student in Gainesville. He's got a lot of great stories about that team and and personally that he's going to share with us. Uh, So I'll certainly look forward to that, sharing that with you guys. Thanks to Fred Weary for his time joining us today. And uh, thank you so much to Harold and Harold. This episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law firm of Harrell and Harrell, a local family firm available 24-7. And my friends, they are huge gators. You can trust them. Harrell and Harrell, don't settle for less than you deserve. And you can call them at area code 904-251-1111. This is Hayes Carlion. Thank you for listening to Celebrating 96 on 1010XL.com.